All right, well, good morning and uh, welcome to the Shadron Berean Church Podcast. I'm Pastor Justin. Today is February 22nd, 2022, and my, is it chilly out there. I think the high out there is uh, one degree today, but uh, spring is coming up pretty quickly, so I'm excited about that and uh, excited about uh, a concert one month from today. Mark your calendars because uh, Josh Wilson, uh, Christian music artist Josh Wilson, uh, you probably heard of him. You hear his songs on the radio all the time. Um, he's going to be coming to concert here at Shadron Brian Church, 7 p.m., March 20. Second, it's going to be a great time, so mark your calendars and plan to be here for that and bring a friend or uh, just uh, bring anybody. It's going to be great. I've got a devotional for us today called Tender-Hearted Tabitha. Tender-Hearted Tabithas. Um, have you ever noticed how there's some people um, in the Bible, from the Bible, that we tend to name our kids after? And uh, there's just some people that we don't. Okay, uh, we would never knowingly name our kids Jezebel or Judas or Cain, right? Uh, my wife at one point thought that Mara uh, was a nice name until she learned the uh, b- biblical meaning of it and the setting of it. It means bitter. Right? <laughs> so, um, yeah, not a good choice for a name. Uh, how many people do we know, though, that are named after heroes of the Bible, heroes of the faith, people like Paul? John, Matthew, Jeremiah, David, Abigail, Esther, right? We could go on and on. There's plenty of people named after um, these courageous spies, uh, Joshua and Caleb. A lot of people named Joshua and Caleb. They were two out of the 12 spies who uh, trusted the Lord, but nobody names their kids after the other 10 spies who invoked fear in the hearts of Israel, right? Like most Christians can't even name uh, one of those other spies, <clears throat> including myself. But <laughs> uh, Tabitha from Acts chapter 9 is where we were at this last Sunday, and she's one of those people whom many have named their kids after. Um, she's an exemplary person of faith and the only woman in the Bible to specifically be called a disciple. Not that there weren't many others, she just happens to be the only one. And uh, last week I mentioned how we need to we need more Barnabases in the church. Um, his name means son of encouragement. And I did a devotional a while back called Being a Barnabas. But I think it's safe to say that we could certainly use some more Tabithas as well. She was known for her continual deeds of kindness and charity. Uh, it says she was abounding in them, some of your translations say. And so if there was a care ministry in her church or a compassion ministry, um, it certainly seems like she was all over that. She probably headed it up. And uh, she was serious about showing the love of Christ in practical ways. She was willing to give her free time and energy to help others. Uh, she was willing to step outside of her comfort zone, cross some some barriers, uh, social barriers, comfort barriers that others weren't willing to cross. And she, uh, we said she got her hands dirty to see hearts washed clean in Christ. Just like Peter uh, was willing to become dirty, I guess, uh, entering a Gentile's presence to to see that they would uh, hear the gospel and find that cleansing in Christ as well by the Spirit. And uh, her con- continual deeds of kindness and charity, uh, they reminded me, I don't know about you, but of the book of Titus that we studied not too long ago. Titus 
the book of Titus is all about adorning or beautifying the gospel by the way we live our lives. Uh, Titus 2 verses 5 and 10 talk about that. We adorn the gospel. We, 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 like, right? So just as we decorate a Christmas tree and we adorn it so our lives can adorn the gospel. We can decorate the gospel, basically. Our lives either support or supplant it. It either supports the gospel or it supplants it. And uh, it either proves it or causes doubt in it. Right? So uh, people are more willing to hear about our Redeemer when they see the power of a redeemed life. I think it was Nietzsche said that. Frederick Nietzsche, that atheist guy, he said, um, I'll be more willing to listen to you talk about your Redeemer if I see an actual redeemed life. So um, Tabitha's life was one that supported and uh, beautified the gospel. Christ had served her, and now she was serving others. Christ had loved her, and now she's loving others. And that's the effect that the gospel should have on us. And then check out these great verses from Titus. Titus chapter 2, verse 14 says, Jesus gave himself for us. Why? To redeem us from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people for his own possession, zealous for good deeds. Titus 3.8 says, this is a trustworthy statement about our, he's talking about uh, a statement that he just made about our justification and our hope. Uh, this is a trustworthy statement, and about concerning these things, I want you to speak confidently so that those who have believed will be careful to engage in good deeds. These things are good and profitable for men. Titus 3.14 Our people must also learn to engage in good deeds to meet pressing needs so that they, so that they will not be unfruitful. Um, it's interesting. There's... Um, Several verses on good deeds in this short little three-chaptered book, right? Well, chapter one, verse sixteen says, "Be fit for good deeds." And here, let me let me say this first. Um, this was written to um, Titus, right, on the island of Crete, and this was a very uh, paradisical place, right? It's paradise. It's Crete. Everybody was laid back. It was a laid-back culture. It's kind of like living in Miami, Florida. And you know what what it's like living in Miami, Florida? They say there's like a there's a disease down there or something. It's called like the sun sickness where you you basically you want to get if you have an office, you want to put it in your basement so you can get work done because it's too easy to to want to go outside when it's nice out and go hang out on the beach. Well, that's kind of the same culture in Crete. And so, uh it's kind of had this lazy culture and and uh Paul is telling Titus, look, these we got to get to serving the Lord here. And uh, look at all these verses on good deeds. 1.16 says, be fit for good deeds. 2.7 says, be an example in good deeds. 2.14 says, be zealous for good deeds. 3.1, be ready for good deeds. 3.5, remember, deeds are not the basis of salvation. 3.8, be careful to engage in good deeds. 3.14, meet pressing needs and be fruitful. Okay, so because we live in a fallen and sinful world, there are many today who are broken and they're hurting and they're needy and they, they're empty without Christ. And since we have experienced uh, so much of God's grace and provisions for our own heart hurts, our own brokenness, our own emptiness, let us be the ones who stand out by the way we help others in theirs. Right? We have been justified. We've been renewed with the life of Christ so that we can help bring that same hope and life to others. 
and praise God for the Tabithas in our church.